It is time to talk conspiracy theories here on the Alan Carter radio program. Do you have friends that believe in conspiracy theories? Do you believe in conspiracy theories? We hear more and more about them. What are you even talking about? What I'm talking about is why it is that so many people are willing to embrace this idea that there is mistrust or that there is a a higher order, something going on that we can't see, that we can't report. And a person who studies this and knows a great deal about it is my next guest who joins me from the UK. Sander van der Linden has written a number of articles about conspiracy theories. He's just about to join us on the line, but he he wrote this piece in Scientific American which says a conspiracy theory is usually defined as an attempt to explain the ultimate cause of an important societal event as part of some sinister plot conjoined up by a secret alliance of powerful individuals and organizations. This is, you got your Illuminati here. That's one of your big conspiracy theories. And then also they found when they did studies on this, that often there are conflicting conspiracy theories that people believe. So they will believe at the same time that Osama bin Laden was not killed and that he is still alive. Uh, And then they will at the same time believe that uh, that uh, Osama bin Laden had nothing to do with the attacks on the World Trade Center. So, and then sometimes those things contradict each other. And why is that? Well, this study by Karen Douglas, Robbie Sutton, and Michael Wood, our psychologist based in the University of Kent, and they looked right into us and, and into it. And an important conclusion that they drew from their analysis is that people don't tend to believe in conspiracy theory because of the specifics. So, in other words, the details are not important, but rather because of higher order beliefs that support conspiracy-like thinking more generally. A popular example of such higher order beliefs is a severe distrust of authority. Now, the authors of this study go on to suggest that, you know, this conspiracy idea is is not just a belief in an individual theory. So it's not just about thinking that the world is flat, but rather an ideological lens in which we view the world. And there's actually a term for this. Psychologists have a specific term for this. It's called fundamental attribution error. And that is a tendency to overestimate the actions of others as being intentional rather than the product of random situational circumstances. The idea that you will take a, a bunch of events that are random and you put them together in a narrative that then sort of supports your worldview. And more and more we are seeing this kind of thing. Sander van der Linden is a social psychologist who is uh, with the Department of Psychology in the University of Cambridge, and he joins me on the line. I'm pleased to have him here. Sander, uh, hello, and thank you for joining us. Pleasure to be on the show. Why is it that so many people believe in conspiracy theories, and does the evidence show that more and more people are susceptible to it? Yes, I do think um, lots of public opinion polls show that more and more people believe uh, in popular conspiracy theories. There's more news outlets and more media outlets that propagate and cater um, to people who have an interest in conspiracy theories. So I definitely think that there's a a trend there. People have always believed in myths and conspiracy theories, of course, but I definitely think that is on the increase. Um, In terms of why people believe in it, I think there are some really interesting psychological properties that make conspiracy theories very attractive for people. So one example is that they tend to offer 
very simple explanations um, for complex events. So when something is complex and, you know, it may have been a series of accidents or just randomness, uh, people don't, don't tend to like that. So we tend to seek patterns where there are no patterns. And conspiracy theories often give you a very simplistic narrative that tends to start with the same premise. There must be some sinister group of people, you know, operating behind the scenes, causing all of this. Um, and that's sort of attractive to, you know, when people try to fill in gaps in stories in terms of, you know, whenever there's uncertainty about an event or whenever there's some unclarity, uh, conspiracy theories offer very simple and attractive uh, explanations. So that's one major factor. And the other has to do with ideology. You know, we're more likely to believe things that are aligned or congenial to, you know, our own values and ideologies. And lots of conspiracy theories are political, and they tend to um, you know, cater to, to people with a certain political agenda. So then you can, you know, use conspiratorial narratives to advance a particular political agenda. So I think those are two two particularly big factors. Um, is this perhaps something about disenfranchisement and, and people that feel disenfranchised, they feel like their voice is not heard, and then they gravitate towards something that that gives them sort of, you know, some sort of identity or belief and and think that they can somehow contribute to the system that way. Yes, absolutely. So uh, another explanation uh, that is that is also very prevalent is in fact that a lot of uh, people who especially propagate conspiracy theories uh, feel disenfranchised and conspiracy theories are a way a narrative for people to regain control and a sense of agency. So if you feel that you've been marginalized, if you feel that you're not being heard, that you have in a minority perspective, often along the idea of, you know, I have the only and, you know, the one and only true answer, I'm the only one who's really seeing what's going on here, that sort of narrative, uh, that tends to come from a place where people feel that they're not being heard. And the idea of propagating conspiracy theories helps restore a sense of control uh, and, and agency. And you write, uh, and I'm quoting yourself back to you here, uh, as you wrote about the, uh, the, the, one of these recent studies from the University of Kent, that the, the reason that we need to be concerned about this is that conspiracy theories sow public mistrust and undermine democratic debate by diverting attention away from important scientific, political, and societal issues. Take, for example, climate change. I believe we have just lost Sander van der Linden from across the sea. Uh, perhaps the telephone cable was cut. Perhaps the the telegraph. What, what are we using? Telegraph? It's okay. You don't have to call. I we we got it. He's we, got all the best conspiracy theories. He does have all the best conspiracy theories.